the Dallas Cowboys actually won a game. I mean, my goodness, it's an early Christmas miracle, and I will react to that. Plus, the Baltimore Ravens, are they the best team in the NFL after their win over the Houston Texans? The Patriots, they beat the Eagles, but was that more about them or just bad Eagles? Plus, Colin Kaepernick, he worked out. But does it prove that he actually does not deserve a chance in the NFL? Plus, Mitchell Trubisky, 49ers win. All that and more. Week 11 reaction starts now. Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Friend, here on an NFL Reaction Monday. We got plenty to get to. No time to waste. And Cowboys fans, you did it. Hallelujah. 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 I'll say it with you now. How about them, Cowboys? You finally beat a team you were supposed to beat? Yes, you did it. It may have taken you over 400 yards from Dak. It may have taken, you know, a game-stealing drive against a team that lost to the Bears last week and had somebody named Dref Drixel as their quarterback. But you won the game. You won the game. I mean, my lord, Cowboys fans are like a dog. You know, they do a million things wrong. And then as soon as they do something right, they're sitting there like, See me? You see me? Oh, you keep barking. You ain't gonna get a bone from me. Because it sets up perfectly. It sets up perfectly. You now have a one-game lead in the division with six games remaining. Oh, yes. It's so glorious. Now the headlines from Yahoo Sports this morning, quote, with Dak Prescott playing like this, everything is possible for the Cowboys, even the Super Bowl. Yes. Bring it on. Bring on the Cowboy praise. Bring on the Dak Prescott praise, who, yes, does d- deserve credit. Dak puts the D in Dallas. He's been good. We've all heard this stat comparison past three games, compare some, some stretches from Joe Montana and others. You think that's sustainable? You think that's sustainable? And the problem with that being not sustainable is they wouldn't have won these games if he didn't perform the way he did. This team still has massive issues. This team is still likely to lose the division. They have the tougher schedule down the stretch. And if they play anything like they did this week against the New England Patriots on the road in Foxborough, my goodness, watch out. My goodness, watch out. They're going to be embarrassed by 10, 15, 20 points if they do some bull drive like they did this weekend. Cowboys fans all over me. Oh, Nick, we won, you see? Yeah, you beat Dref Drixel. Dreskel? I don't even know. I don't care. You looked mediocre at best. And again, it took you 400 yards from your quarterback. Come back to me when you beat a good team. Well, come back to me when you don't get destroyed by a good team, which will happen next week. Now, speaking of good teams, let's talk about the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens absolutely destroyed the Houston Texans. 41-7, to your final. And I'm just trying to remember, what did I say on Friday's show in my predictions? I, I, I can't exactly remember. Can we, can we get the clip? We can? All right, l- l- let's roll this. What did I say on Friday about this game? Houston has no chance in this one. I'm sorry. 
Oh, that's what I said on Friday. I guess I'm not sorry. I'm not at all. Because y'all keep doubting Lamar Jackson. Y'all keep doubting the Baltimore Ravens. And they'll continue to show you that they are the best team in the NFL right now. Period. End of story. And I'm especially done with this Lamar Jackson bullcrap that's at least starting to go away, but is still there. Like, oh, Lamar can't pass. Really? Really? Which metric do you want to go by? Do you want to go by completion percentage because he has a good, you know, statistical category ranking in that? Do you want to go by quarterback rating? He ranks fourth there. You don't like quarterback ranking? Cool, let's go to QBR. He ranks fourth there as well. Oh, you don't like that? You want to go to yards per attempt? He ranks sixth there as well. Where do you want to go to prove me that this man cannot pass the ball? Where? Yes, maybe he doesn't pass it as much as you would like your traditional quarterback to throw it. Because the man ranks 10th in the NFL in rushing yards. In the whole entire NFL with running backs, he ranks 10th. The man's legit. And what's really the underrated part, an underrated developing story of this Ravens team, is how their secondary has drastically changed for the positive since Marcus Peters has gotten there. They're playing an off-zone type of coverage on his side. It's working. It has completely changed how opposing offense are facing and preparing for this defense. Their secondary is much more what I thought they could be at the beginning of the year, which was a top five secondary in the NFL. Because of that, they got to Deshaun Watson seven times, which was, yes, partially Watson's fault, but regardless, got to him seven times. And the Texans just aren't at the Ravens level. They're just not. However much they want to whine about that non-pass interference call, they're just not. Because the Baltimore Ravens are the best team in the NFL. Now, the New England Patriots beat the Philadelphia Eagles 17-10 to on the road. And I'm just going to say it. That was much more about bad Eagles than the good Patriots. The Patriots got lucky in that game yesterday. Completely lucky. If Philadelphia wasn't banged up, they're winning that game. You're talking about Philadelphia being down their top two wide receivers. Alshon Jeffrey, Deshaun Jackson, both out. You're talking about their starting running back, Jordan Howard, out. And then on top of that, they lost their starting right tackle, Lane Johnson, in the second quarter. And what did that do? Allowed the Patriots to get all five of their sacks after he went out. Their offense was so banged up, what could they do? And because of that, after they went up 10-0, they had a total of 21 yards on their next six drives and never scored again. This is what this Eagle offense is when they're that banged up. What were they supposed to do? And by the way, if Aguilar catches it, we're talking about a completely different result possibly here. The problem with this Patriots team continues to be two things. One, their defense isn't tested, and the one game that they were tested in, how did they look? Lamar Jackson absolutely destroyed them, A, and B, their offense. Their offense is a real problem here. And my concern, I'm just going to say it again, continues to be about Tom Brady. I call him the GOAT. I've called him the GOAT for years. I know Patriots fans don't want to hear it, but the man is in decline. He completed less than 76% of his passes for the third time this season last night. Hasn't had more than three of those games in a season since 2006. I played the clip on my show today, Sportsnet.com, Sportsnet on YouTube. Watch Brady's demeanor after the game. He knows he didn't play well. He knows the offense didn't play well. 
He knows that if they want to beat the Cowboys next week and hell, if they want to make a good run in the postseason, they have to make miles of strides. This is not a Super Bowl team right now. It's a playoff team. It's a team that can win a game. But this might not even be the AFC representative in the Super Bowl right now if they play like this in the postseason. And listen, it's the Patriots that can get it together. But all I'm saying is as of right now, there is huge reason for concern in New England. <sighs> Colin Kaepernick, he worked out for scouts on Saturday. And listen, what did I say on Wednesday, right? Because this was released on Tuesday. I reacted to it on Wednesday that he was going to get a workout set up by the NFL. And I said, you know, the NFL is continuing to blackball him. This is just a PR stunt. Why are they doing this now? Et cetera, et cetera. And then Saturday happened. And this is tough for me to say because I have been a huge supporter of Colin Kaepernick and have taken a lot of heat and backlash for it. But I hate what Colin Kaepernick did on Saturday. First and foremost, he moved the workout the morning of from the Atlanta Falcons practice facility to a high school. Not only did he do that on the morning of, literally one hour before it was set to begin, they told the NFL did his camp. They moved it 60 miles away from Atlanta. So the 25 scouts that were planning to attend was narrowed down to eight. And yes, Robert Quinn of the Dallas Cowboys said it best. He shouldn't have to work out to prove his ability. But the reality is because he is being blackballed, he does. And if you truly want to get back into the NFL cap, if that's truly what you want to do, you got to cooperate a little bit with the NFL. And Colin Kaepernick and his team is accusing the NFL of not being reasonable really in adjusting to the standards of what Kaepernick want and I'm questioning how because you asked for your own wide receivers at the event instead of using the wide receivers the NFL provided you and the league okayed you for having your own wide receivers you said to the league you know we don't really trust you quite frankly what we want to film it we don't want you to film it because we're worried you're going to edit it the NFL said you know what we'll meet on a compromise here we usually send an edited version we'll just send the raw footage to team and yet still you decided to move the event and on top of it your first media statement in forever was this we all know why I came out here showed it today in front of everybody we have nothing to hide so we're waiting for the 32 owners the 32 teams Roger Goodell all of them to stop running. Stop running from the truth. Stop running from the people. <laughs> I, I, calling out the owners in your first media statement is a really interesting move. Listen, it hurts me to say this because, again, of my background on the situation, but I don't think he handled this the right way at all. I think in the macro, in the big picture, fully supportive of Colin Kaepernick. I think he's being blackballed from the league. I think it's disgusting. Love what he did in the league in terms of kneeling and standing up for what he believes in. In the micro, he didn't go about this the right way if he actually wants to play in the NFL. And because of it, his NFL career is officially over. He's not getting another chance. Now, Mitchell Trubisky was pulled, benched, whatever you want to call it, in their loss to the Los Angeles Rams on Sunday Night Football. There really didn't seem to be a reason during the broadcast, so... Bears were asked about it after the game and head coach and others and Trubisky himself saying, yeah, he was pulled because of a hip injury. Mm -hmm. 
Sure. That's like saying I get asked to go on a date because of my looks. It doesn't happen. I got other things to hopefully make up for that a little bit. Yeah, you know, you got personality. But no, I'm not going to get asked on a date because of my looks. And Mitchell Trubisky didn't get pulled to that game because of an injury. There were zero trainers around him. Zero. Both the telecast on NBC mentioned it and the beat writers that were there mentioned it. Zero trainers around him of a franchise quarterback if he's actually injured. Please, whether this is the truth or not, they should have benched him. To send a message for how terrible he's been. I have said it before, I've said it again. He's not a franchise quarterback. I know Bears fans don't want to hear that. Understandably so because of how much their team's invested in this man. But he's not a franchise guy. He's not. I hope for Bears fans' sake, one day he will be. But he's not going to. You need to do something. Sign a free agent. Trade up in the draft again. Do something. And yes, again, I get it. I get it hurts, especially in this situation, to admit you were wrong. But rebuild process will be a lot quicker if you do so. Now, lastly, 49ers, they beat the Arizona Cardinals. Final score is deceiving because of that final play that betters cared about. But uh, they did win 36-26. They improved to 9-1. and and my takeaway here is they continue to win in different ways, right? We've seen this now with the 49ers. They're winning in different ways. Sometimes it's been because of their offense. A lot of times it's been because of their defense. A lot of times it's been because of the running game. And yesterday it's because of the passing game. Like they ran the ball 18 times with running backs yesterday. They averaged 1.5 yards per carry. It was atrocious. They couldn't get anything going on the ground. Throwing game steps up, they win the game. My concern here a bit comes with their passing the game though I think once they face a good defense they're going to struggle to throw the ball and I think when you look ahead to the great matchup that is Packers versus 49ers next week you're going to look at a defense in Green Bay that yes has struggled more recently but is going to go and say we're going to shut down your run we want to see you beat us we're going to make you throw it at Jahir Alexander and Kang back there that's what we're going to make you do and we want to see you complete it consistently. And by the way, that's a game plan I'd go with because I don't know if the 49ers can do that. Listen, I, I think it's a great story there in San Francisco, especially after what happened last year with Jimmy G. Would love to see them do well for that fan base. It's going to be a great regular season team. I question what this offense is going to look like in the postseason because if it's anything like it did yesterday, it's not going to be pretty. And not only yesterday, the past couple weeks. On that note, that is the podcast. As always, Sportsnick Show released. Sportsnick.com, Sportsnick on YouTube. Mentioned it at the end of last week. We'll mention it again now. Huge guest this week. Two of them. It all starts tomorrow. Dean Blandino, NFL officiating analyst for Fox Sports, will be coming on my podcast and show. That is tomorrow. That will be released most likely tomorrow. If not, it would be released on Wednesday, but most likely tomorrow. So stay tuned for that special episode tomorrow and the tomorrow and then as always excuse me the usual sports Nick show and podcast on wednesday thanks everyone have a good one catch you tomorrow but then back on wednesday usual show and podcast thanks for the support have a good one